Hi, everyone. It's your podcast host, Jim Andrews, here with a reminder that the Ticket Manager Partner Summit is back. We'll be getting together in person on October 17th this year at the Times Center in New York City. This is a free, invitation-only event where hundreds of business leaders across the world's most influential brands in sports, sponsorship, live events, and ticketing gather to make great connections and share valuable information. Approved attendees enjoy exclusive networking events, insightful panels, and exciting celebrity speakers, all for free. Are you interested in attending? Just go to ticketmanager.com for details on how to apply. Welcome to Ticket Manager's All Access Interview Series, gauging leaders from across the sports marketing spectrum to identify and explore critical issues in the business of sports, entertainment, sponsorship, activation, ticketing, hospitality, and yes, even more. I'm your host, Jim Andrews. Joining me on this episode to discuss the constantly evolving business of sports and entertainment facilities, uh, including the changing fan experiences and the impact of new technology is Allison Birdwell, president of Aramark Sports and Entertainment. Welcome, Allison, and thanks for joining us. Hi, Jim. It's great to be here. Thanks for having me. Oh, it's our pleasure. Well, you know, we've entered 2021 now, and there are still lots of unknowns when it comes to uh, the fan experience and and how that's going to change over the course of the year. Of course, we all hope that it's uh, going to be the a case where there are more and more fans coming back. But um, I'm just you know, wondering from, from Aramark's perspective and your perspective, you know, how, are you, how are you planning for, you know, when there are still so many variables with the kind of the, the state of, of uh, fans in stands? I think planning is probably not the word we're using at this point. It's a, a day-by-day situation. And we did our planning, I would say, nine months ago with how we would return and what we needed to do when it was time to do that. And obviously we've had to tweak that as we've learned new things about various leagues and and venues. But we created a plan back in May of last year that we have really used to help us navigate the situation, whether we return to business in in whole or part anytime soon. We've we've tested it a couple of times with some partial returns to fans. So um, it's proven to be a uh, playbook that we've we've used well. Any Anything particularly kind of insightful or anything kind of lessons learned from, from some of those uh, places where you have had, you know, at least partial return of fans? Sure. I think um, it's really surprising. Um, I think the most surprising thing actually is how every different geography and jurisdiction is dealing so differently with the rules of engagement with returning fans all the way from no fans to, you know, in some cases, half a building full for some of the college football events that we hosted in the fall. So I think, um, you know, as we learn different things from different event types and different levels of attendance, we've been able to put that to good use to help not only us, but our clients who were considering reopening um, really understanding some of the implications and things that maybe they hadn't thought of or we hadn't thought of in the sense of how things played out. So, for example, 
mobile ordering. You know, what's the the take rate, uh, if you will, the the um, rate by which our fans are um, using that, and in what scenarios, even even the extent of who's showing up to games. When you think about it, um, we saw in the NFL a much younger fan. Uh, coming to games, and uh, that would stand to reason when you think, you know, some season ticket holders who've, who've, you know, been loyal fans for 20, 30 plus years probably aren't the demographic who's feeling safe to come out of the house and, and attend a game, whether, you know, it's an open environment or not. So those are just two of the areas that we've seen some interesting things that we've applied to other sports and other venues, uh, the age of the fan, and then the willingness to adopt some of the technology to make them safe. You know, I think even... Uh, before COVID, we were we were starting to hear more about cashless, frictionless interactions, and and they were, you know, maybe a year, a year and a half ago, kind of kind of cutting edge and and just coming on the scene, and and now you know, they're they're starting to look essential uh, in in our new world. Can you talk about some of the implications of that for for Aramark and and your venue clients in terms of kind of meeting the expectations that fans are going to have uh, for? Kind of less human interaction, as sad as that sounds. Yeah, you're exactly right. Those things were all areas we were working on or had implemented to an extent prior to COVID, but now are really essential. And, um, you know, I think some of them are the make or break between being able to open or not and getting local health departments comfortable with our plan and touchless in the sense of technology, as well as just the process of serving food and beverage in general has been an area we've been very focused on. And I think we had all the pieces in our arsenal. It's just how we applied them and to what extent we applied them that that changed. And we really pivoted with our partners in tech to ensure that not only were we putting them in the right places, because all tech that may be frictionless is not always the right solution at the right time for every scenario. So for example, in a suite, how we serve food in a suite obviously varies much differently than how we were doing a concessions environment. So really taking technology that maybe was was somewhat of a luxury for some of our premium areas and then now has been applied as a staple to successful suite ordering and suite service that, you know, we just kind of been playing around with before and now has, has been called into duty in ways that we never imagined. So I think we've taken a lot of solutions and reimagined the way they've come together and also have really applied them to the scenarios that we're facing. So once again, you know, like I just said, one size does not fit all, even in a concessions environment. And, you know, what are you trying to achieve? Are you trying to achieve speed of service? Are you trying to achieve safety above all else or both, you know, both of those things together? And it depends on what you're selling and how you're serving. So we've really learned a lot about the technology that was available. And some of our partners have obviously spent time creating updated solutions as a result of COVID that have really twisted the the model to a, to a new space that has allowed us to do things that we probably would never have considered prior to COVID. It seems to me that, you know, whether we're talking about food facilities, the retail services, you know, all of these areas that, that, uh, that your business touches, it really is becoming, aside from, from COVID and anything else, you know, a technology-driven yeah, business. Yeah. Does that mean more kind of partnerships with, with tech companies for uh, for you? I know that you've already gone down that path in, in some respects. 
Yeah, so like I said, I think we had many of these partnerships already um, in existence. I think what we're seeing is the development of tech that bolts on to some of the solutions that we already had. We're seeing tech being applied in ways that maybe it was not originally intended. So, for example, we're working um, with a, a partner who has a frictionless market model. And we had originally spoken to that partner about working together with them in an inventory control environment, much more so than the whole, you know, come into our concessions area and shop and leave in, a, in an environment where it does the end-to-end, you know, from the time the guest appears at the entrance to the time the guest leaves. We were never planning to use that model, particularly as a, as a full-service experience. We, were, we had two providers doing that. And now we have been able to consolidate to one seamless provider as as a result of that as they've developed their technology. So I think the partnerships have been expanded and, you know, necessity is obviously the mother of invention. But um, I think, you know, it's been really interesting and and intriguing to watch the level of innovation by some of our tech partners to react to pretty much every single scenario. I think about the Kansas City Chiefs is is a partner of ours who opened up NFL, probably one of the first teams to have fans. And, um, you know, they work in a zone environment where only certain fans can go in certain zoned areas. So you don't have full run at the stadium. So, Things like that provide challenges on top of, you know, just what you would generally think of as as service. So if you have a burger concept, but only one fifth of the stadium can get to that, how do you provide the same level of experience and service to every single fan, even if there are prohibitions about how they can get around the building? Um, and technology has allowed us to do that in new and innovative ways. We created a uh, a concept where you could get the favorite sellers from various locations around the building in one central location. So if you really enjoy, you know, a, a certain type of burger at your favorite location and, and down the hall, you, you really enjoy your favorite drink, but it's in a different zone. By creating this connected concept idea, we were able to provide all of the favorites for fans without them having to go to the full-blown location. And technology really allowed us to do that by, by having a kiosk ordering system that brought all those things together. And then obviously, you know, some, some retooling in the back of the house to make that come alive. But I think that's a prime example of making sure that we come to the fan and using technology to do that. And is that something you see that will live on uh, when we're back to to full yes. capacity? Is that- yeah, in fact, uh, we have uh, we're in the process of implementing that uh, same exact concept in, in some other venues right now. And I think it's something that we would never have thought of before. And, and now it seems like a, a no brainer. Why don't we think about the sooner <laughs> whether or not you're constricted to a certain area of the building? You know, having having a one stop shop of all your you know top favorites in one space you know, why didn't we think of that before? So I think it, it really has helped us think outside the box and, and there will be lasting um, implications for some of the things we've come up with for sure. Yeah, I mean, sitting in the fan seat, that sounds, that sounds great to me. You know, I, I think one of the things that we, we 
all talked about, whether we're talking about sponsorships or tech partnerships, or just th- this idea that you know everything that we've we've been through over the last uh, year or so really has shown the importance of these relationships and and, and partnerships because they were they were tested. <laughs> uh, you know, we we were all tested in, in in our businesses. I'd like to ask from your perspective, from from Aramark's perspective, what makes a good facility venue partner for you what, what what are you looking for from from those folks yeah i think uh this has really shown us that we have so many great partners who when everything struck the first thing that that you would expect people to do is go look at the contract and look at the legal implications of what is going on and and i think we the majority of our partners we never even had to pull out a contract because we were both invested in getting through things together, finding the best way to proceed for in the interest of both parties and the fans and our employees and everyone involved, and really having conversations to set set the stage for understanding what was going on together and then looking for a path forward together. So no matter what contract type, no matter you know some of the financial implications, uh, many of our partners were able to tell us this is where we are. This is where we need to go. And we were able to candidly say, we're there with you. And this is how we can make that work. And it it didn't become a, oh, is there a force majeure in this deal? Or does that apply here? And I think that is the making of a true partnership is, is, you know, someone that works with you together day in, day out, no matter what happens and is willing and able to find a way forward and when both of us can do that together, it's a win-win. And I think about so many of our clients that have, you know, been so tremendously supportive of us. And, you know, hopefully we've been supportive of them through this entire situation. And that really even extends to some of our suppliers and vendors that we do business with. And having to tell a small business owner that is a partner at a local level with us in some of our venues, you know, Hey, we've got no work for you. And we just have no idea when that's all going to come back again. And, you know, good luck with COVID and we'll see you maybe next year. I mean, that's not what a partnership is. And and while we're all in a tough situation, trying to work with those partners to, to ensure that a, they're up to speed on what's going on, B that when we are able to open it, even in a limited capacity that we try and incorporate them if and when it's appropriate to do so. And then finally, within the community itself, trying to make sure that we're engaged as we always are in in our community efforts with, you know, how can we employ this stuff where we are open on a limited basis? How can we do things for them so that they'll be there for us when we open back up? And it's really been, I, I would say, shocking to me how willing and able our clients and our partners, um, you know, that are not clients have been, able to come together with us in in ways that we never, ever imagined. And I think it's really strengthened our partnerships with with clients, with vendors, with everyone else. And I think we we all move together in this uncertainty, but know who we can depend on. And, And I would say that's the linchpin of everything we've been doing. And as we come back to life again and start hosting more and more fans and and guests in the spaces we operate, um, knowing that you have that level of trust is what's going to allow us to be successful holistically, all of us in that. The other question that I 
uh, a topic that I've been discussing with a lot of uh, team executives and we talk about tickets and, and getting people back. And I'm impressed with the level of, of, of data that people are starting to collect on, on the fans to really understand not just, you know, who they are and, 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 and what they like, but now especially uh, what's going to make them comfortable. And it, 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 is data an important part of, of, of your business as well? It is indeed, and it continues to grow. So we have a, a data science team led by Kevin Pellegrin, who is just instrumental to my team and our business. And through COVID, through the unknown, he's been able to help us in ways that we never anticipated that, that data science could be put to use. So I'll give you one great example. As we start to ramp up our business, he has created a labor management tool to not only help us right-size our business from a labor standpoint, but also to help our, our, our clients understand where and, and what we should open in terms of our concessions or, or other you know, premium options in buildings to really make sure that we, as we know what attendance levels are and where people are going to be located in the building, the data that he is able to provide in, in return and, and really showcase hey, it makes sense to open this stand or, or have this offering and this is how many stuff we need to provide in order to have a great customer service and safe experience in the building has been an area um, that I'm most proud of um, from, from what we've able to, been able to provide to, to our clients. I think data science in general is, is a huge, huge area of our business that continues to help us understand how to most effectively deliver our services, deliver a great experience, deliver great food and beverage. And we, despite the downturn in our business, have actually added to our data science team during this time to ensure that we fully understand what needs to happen as we get open again. And I think that that has been one of the the best investments we've made during this time. And everyone on our team, clients included, have really benefited from, from what Kevin and his team are able to provide. So I don't see that going away anytime soon. I think uh, as, as our clients will tell you, you know, data is an area that, that continues to provide insights into our business. And we are ready and able to do that on an even grander scale at this point. Your position, Aramark's position in our industry is just, it, it's so critical and, it, and it's fascinating. And I could uh, you know, talk to you all day, but I know you have a lot going on. So I'm going to, to let you get back to, to your real work and just say uh, thank you so much. Uh, really, really appreciate uh, you taking the time. And, and I know this is going to be uh, great information for, for our listeners and our viewers. So thank you again. Well, thank you for having me, Jim. And uh, I'm excited to get back to, to business. But in the meantime, uh, we're having some fun figuring out the new normal. So uh, hopefully we'll, we'll see all of our fans and, and clients again in, in real life sometime very soon. Absolutely. Well, Allison, thank you again. And thank all of you for watching this episode of the All Access Interview Series. And make sure that you tune in soon for our next great episode with another great guest. Thanks for watching.